Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, this is Gary Jock, and you're listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. Hi, this is Neil Ross, voice of many of your favorite cartoon characters, and you are listening to All Things Transformers. This is Optimus Prime, and you are listening to All Things Transformers. Hello and welcome to an all-new generation of All Things Transformers as we get the origins of any and all Transformers fans that we can. I am, of course, TFG and Mike. Today's guest is none other than the Transmissions Podcast leading expert in Empires of Rust, its producer, Mike. Hello, sir. Hello. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty all right so far, I guess. (laughs) At least the air conditioning didn't uh, impede this recording. Bad. Bad Transformer. Stop it. <laughs> I gotta say that was one of the more epic introductions that I've ever been given. So thank you for that. <laughs> Absolutely, and yes, you are the producer over at Transmissions Podcast with Charles and Jeremy and Doctor Pants and that number ninety nine Beast Wars fan Daryl. <laughs> <laughs> You also run Empire of Rust, which is the, what is it, the first ever only Transformers? Or I, I, you guys have some weird The world's subtitle. first and only Transformers RPG podcast. There you go. And yeah, you guys can head over there. I've got the links in the show descriptions to check out what Mike does over there at Transmissions. But here on all things Transformers Origins... We like to figure out how you got into this crazy fandom. It is. It's a story. <laughs> That's good. RC, stop this crazy thing. Uh, did you grow up with Transformers? And at what age do you remember first noticing the franchise? See, that's the thing. Like, I don't actually remember when I first got into it. Because when I started getting Transformers, I, you know, I was... I don't know, four, five years old or so. And I just, I remember very little of that period of my life anyway, probably because of, you know, all the drinking and everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like, I actually don't recall the, the, the exact moment I, I got into it. I do remember going to the, to see the movie when I was a kid in 86. So that yeah, like I'm. I'm sure I was watching it before then, 
but that's the first clear memory of of actually seeing anything. Because I had some of like the old VHS tapes that came out. Uh, so I had some of those and and what have you. But yeah, so so yeah. When you say like when you first remember, I, I, it's literally I've remembered this my entire life. I don't ever remember a period before knowing about this franchise. Yeah, it's same for me because you and I are pretty much the same age, and like I remember first seeing like i don't remember 83 i was 3 84 i was 485 i was 5 by 85 even though he-man had already gone off the air even though voltron had already gone off the air transformers was still going because they were going into their second season but you had all the syndication because as we all know as every podcast in existence has ever said the 80s was animation syndication so yeah i I want to say for me, I remember fall into winter of 85 and then 86 onwards, obviously. I never saw the movie as a kid. <laughs> you, missed, so I, I, you missed out on I never on had the, the opportunity to uh, hide under my bed or cry in a closet. or. You missed out on all the tears, man. Every single one of them. Yeah. Nowadays, I cry tears of joy at the end. Till all are one. That's right. You are the damn leader. The the truck doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I take it you're a big Rodimus fan there, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I like Optimus. I respect Optimus, but Optimus ain't no god. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> what Transformers generation is your generation and why? Well, still, definitely G1, just because, of course, I grew up with it. But I do have a, a, a ton of respect for everything else that came after it, especially Beast Wars, simply for, for what it did and help, how it helped revitalize the or reintroduce the fandom. Uh, even I mean, I even enjoy the, the Bay movies for what they are. I mean, I don't think the the writing for them is really great, but they did really introduce a entire new generation of fans to the the franchise, and I think the the kind of like renaissance that we've had the these past you know like ten years for like, just constant transformer stuff coming out and constant media, I don't think we would have had that without the the Baver stuff. So yeah, I'm certainly G one all the way, but. I, I respect the hell out of everything else that's that's come after it, uh, with the exception of Kiss players and everything, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Kiss players, Kicker, and, and other human characters that aren't as good as, you know, yeah, and, the actual robots that we want to see. And a drunk can go fuck itself, too. <laughs> <laughs> I just... By that time, I was, what was that, 2004, 2005, like, I just wasn't, I was getting back into it, but I saw those cartoons, and I'm like, I Again, I can respect what they did, because that yeah. was at the beginning of, like, the big 80s revival phase that happened, but objectively, they're not good series. <laughs> I think the only good thing out of them, even though it's it's uh, it's not 
written for the voice actors. It's it's the other way. It's them, you know, not mouth flapping, but <laughs> it, it, you know what I mean. It, it it's them doing the lines as you know. There's a huge difference between David Cave voicing Beast Wars Megatron, which is a character written for his voice, and him showing up as Galvatron and doing kind of the same sort of thing, but just doesn't sound like he's having as much fun because it's written from the page that it's a character that not I anyway. Yeah. Most of the characters in, in the Unicorn trilogy, unfortunately are fairly interchangeable and, you know, I, I'm not going to throw shade on, on that trilogy because that certainly was someone's G1. And like I said, it, it was the, the series that really helped to, to, to push the uh, again to push Transformers into the revival that was going on at the time, it was one of like the big linchpins of that of just '80s revival then. Yeah, but in the end, it just it, the the characters weren't exactly characters. There was maybe a handful of them that had a particular story arc that they actually had done anything with. I'm thinking right. like Armada Starscream, for instance. You know, he actually had like an interesting story arc, but. Yeah, exactly. And then the rest are just kind of like there, and it just, I don't know. It was a time, it's a time now that those are now getting anniversaries, which is fine, as they should. They, sh- you know, we all can respect them, but we all don't have to like them because not everything can be liked. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, you talk about your respect for what the Bayverse did, but overall, how do you like, loathe, or are you just indifferent to it? If you can turn your brain off and just look at it for what it is, it's a summer action movie. That's really all it was meant to be. Mm-hmm. I can I, – I don't want to say enjoy, but I can tolerate it, certainly. Mm-hmm. Uh, except Revenge of the Fallen. There's no excuse for that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, nobody needs to see John uh, Totoro talking about Devastator's gonads. <laughs> no. Uh, just, you, you're, you're better than that, Totoro. You, you played... Uh, oh, what's his name? You played Howard Cosell on TNT's biopic of that act, that television per- sports personality. You, you're better than than Devastator. <laughs> and you know, I, I've mentioned this, and we're actually switching gears because the summer is in full swing. And well, you know, we 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 said this off air that obviously I've recently moved to a new apartment and things like that, and. I'm just nowhere near ready, but I have wanted to. I did this. I pulled the trigger on this last year. Voodoo had the six film, seven film. I don't know. They had one of their bundle sales. Okay. They're like, you can get all the Transformers movies digitally. And I'm like, okay, fine. I, I eventually want to actually cover them on the podcast. That's fine. I'll go ahead and get the bundle. And we were going to have the summer of Bayhem. It might end up being the winter of Bayhem at this point because <laughs> we are going to go through all six of the films. And I will say, in having to get some promotional material from the, at least the first film, I will say it kind of hurt seeing Bernie Mac again because he's no longer with us. So there are small moments. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's right. He actually, yeah, he he didn't make it, yeah. did he? No. <laughs> Sadly not. And there's a lot of people that haven't made it lately. Mm. All right. What was your very first Transformers toy as a kid? Uh, of course you would have to ask the freaking hard questions. Oh, of course. Man, I don't know. It was... It was either a wheeljack or a kickback. And I don't recall which one. (laughs) Yeah, it was it was one of those two. Growing up, because when you're a kid, you only got like toys every, you know, every few months, if that maybe on your birthday Mm -hmm. and for Christmas. And like you you didn't get a ton. You you got it during special occasions. And I remember having those two. Along with Motormaster. By no Motormaster was was eighty five, so mm-hmm. so there's there's that. Uh, I'm trying to remember what other ones that I had. I remember getting a Thundercracker, but I think that was later on for like a mail away kind of thing. And okay. with the the robot points. And I ooh, what was the other one I'm thinking of? Uh another mail order ones, the um the Oh crap! Those three like mail order cars, uh, override, downshift, and camshaft. I, I forget what. I sub- think that's what they were, but the, I don't remember. The Omnibots. That's who they were. The Omnibots. Yeah, the Omnibots. I remember getting two of those, but I think that was also eighty-five. So, yeah, uh, I'm gonna have to say either either kickback or wheeljack, and mm. it's it's one of those two. Very cool. Very cool. Now this was something I did in. Somewhere between second and fifth grade. Did you and your friends ever pretend to play Transformers as kids at, say, like school? <laughs> like, what I'm talking about is not, you know, what I like. It's more so you, you know, holding your hand, hand up in the, I'm going to be Optimus Prime and you're going to be, you know, it's kind of like, I'm going to be the Coke bottle top and you're going to be the piece of glass kind of thing. It's, it's what, the kids today call LARPing, but it wasn't really LARPing because we didn't dress up, but we were still playing pretend. There was a, a kid I was friends with. His name was Timothy. I can't remember his last name for the life of me, which is fine. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to dox him on the podcast or anything. Right, right. <laughs> but no, we, we used to do that. I I don't – that's the thing. I don't think we pretended to be – no, no, we did. Yeah, we did. We we must have. We always we pretended to be like the main characters, either like Prime or Bumblebee, or or I think Prowl was a was an important one to us. Mm-hmm. But yeah, no, like in the playground, like at recess, we'd you know we'd we'd kind of like fold our bodies over, like you know they mm-hmm. crouch down really low yep. and you know pretend that we were Transformers because, and I don't know why cartoons can't understand this, but. Kids want to pretend to be the cool characters, not the human interest characters. <laughs> no one pretends to be Spike. No one pretends to be Buster. They pretend to be the you know Optimus, or they pretend to be Megatron. It's like you know, mm-hmm. come on. <laughs> I mean, I will say, even as a kid, I always found it interesting in those first few episodes when Spike was doing his. Dear Diary sessions at the end of, like, More Than It Meets the Eye, parts one, two, and three, where he's kind of narrating and writing his, his thoughts. Like, I liked that, but yeah, I wanted to be 
Bumblebee or I wanted to be Hot Rod or I wanted to be, you know, hell, you know, once I got a little eviler as, you know, as I got older, like Cyclonus or Astrotrain or, or Rodimus, you know. Well, yeah, but <laughs> Rodimus wasn't evil until till, 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 until 2008, so, you know. Quite a run. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Who is your end-all, be-all favorite character from any Transformers incarnation? You can pick one Decepticon, one Autobot, one Maximal, one Predacon. Well, my Autobot is pretty easy. That's Fort Max. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Unusual yeah. answer, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I remember, because I remember getting Fort Max for, for Christmas in, I, was it 87, 88? Mm-hmm. Whatever, yeah, whatever some, Christmas. Somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah, whatever Christmas was after that. Uh, but I remember getting him, and that was like the, the, you know, the one big giant Christmas present that I got for that year. And, you know, I, I still have that figure complete to this day, too. So it's, it's wow. super exciting. Uh, whenever someone puts out a, a Fort Max figure, I'm always buying that, no matter what. So <laughs> I got like most, if not all, of the third-party stuff that came out. I picked up the, the Titans Return Fort Max, too. So, yeah, definitely uh, one of my favorite characters. Ah, uh, now for Decepticon. That is, that's interesting. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to mix it up a little bit here. I'm going to choose a Predacon for my, for my bad guy. Well, yeah, you, you get one of each. Decepticon, Maximal, Predacon, and Autobots. So. Oh, so I got four. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> here I was. I thought I was being clever. No, no, no. It's okay. All right. Well, for Predacons, I'm going to choose a, a Megatron. Beast Wars Megs, because... That's predictable. You know what? You know what? Screw you. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I mean, I'm serious. Like, literally everybody, like, don't get me wrong. I'm fine with you. That's your choice. That's your choice. I'm not going to, you know, take my gavel and say, this is illegal. (laughs) Sorry. Um, (laughs) But like, seriously, like, like Fort Max. Okay. What's the story? You know, you just obviously told the story behind that, but like, you know, that's not an answer we get that I get often. So, all right, mm-hmm. Beast Wars Megatron for your Predacon. For you, what is it about Beast Wars Megatron that makes him your favorite Predacon above, say, you know, Waspinator that gets no respect? It's going to have to be David K. That's <laughs> literally the, the the saving grace for the character because that is the entire character right there. <laughs> I mean, look at the other options. You have, you know, you have Scorponok, who is just kind of a no one. Waspinator doesn't get any creds or get any cred or anything like that. Uh, I mean, I suppose like Black Arachnia is a, a fairly compelling character in her own right, which is certainly a, a good choice. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have Tarantulas, just like, okay, sure, you know, whatever. Everyone else kind of feels a bit flat, a bit one-note, whereas Megatron is is compelling to listen to, so. Excellent. Reinforcements have arrived. Prepare for a full attack. What? We outnumber them more than two to one. Yes. We have twice their firepower. Yes. Well, we should give them a chance to surrender. Um... No. Certainly is a more generic choice, but you know what? Still my favorite out of that one. Okay. Decepticon? Decepticon. Oh, God. I don't know on Decepticon. I'm going to go to the Maximal first. 
Okay. Just because I have an easier time with that. <laughs> Tigatron. Okay. Yeah. Uh, no, no big reason for it. I just it's it's an appealing character. Mm-hmm. Kind of this, you know, like uh, uh, this this long enough to make my head spin. This intense loner. You know, he doesn't really need anyone. He's he's perfect the way he is, but he still finds his connection like an air razor and everything. So I, I find it, I find that a really compelling character as well. Yeah. Now, as far as Decepticons go, I'm going to have to narrow down my choices here a little bit. <laughs> so, Megatron, no. I don't, I don't even think Megatron's my favorite. No one does that to me and continues to function! Although some incarnations of him have been pretty interesting, so, you know, but I'm, I'm going to skip out on that one. Mm-hmm. I think... And I'm going to have to go with actually a very similar to- uh, Toy Story for this one as well. I'm going to go with Scourge. G1 Scourge. Hmm. The Autobots took the key. So you let the Autobots beat you? I let nobody beat me. It was the energy from that blasted chamber. It overloaded me, then hit their ship. That plasma energy is lethal. It nearly killed me. You will follow them. You will get the and you will destroy them! That suits me fine. Partly because that was the first Decepticon toy I can remember getting as a kid. And the unfortunate part is it wasn't even the original Scourge. It was the, the Target Master Scourge with his, uh, his partner there, Fracas. Right, yeah. Which is a great name for a gun, Fracas. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I think I'm going to have to go with that because uh, when I was a kid, you know, I always... I wanted to be the Autobots more than anything else. So I didn't identify with the Decepticon characters as much as I did the, the Autobot ones. Cause I can look at like any of the Autobot, like the characters and, and figures that I picked up and it's like, okay, I remember that character. I remember I liked him because of X reason or because of this or whatever. Scourge is one of the, the few Decepticons I actually have that kind of story with. So Yeah. Yeah, I'll go with that. I'll go with Scourge. Very cool, very cool. What other characters, just in general, no specific faction, but what other characters do you like? Uh, Beast Wars Dinobot is always a favorite, just because of the, the story arc that he had in uh, in the show. That's always fun. You sure about this chopper face? Mm, I inflicted considerable damage on Tarantulas. He cannot have gone far, and he will no doubt have the countervirus. Yeah? Well, uh, you better hope so. For your sake. Uh, excuse me. Are you implying that the current situation is somehow my responsibility? Well, you did start it, gearhead. I beg to differ, cheese lips. Pre-evolved bird brain! Eater of Sheesh, and they call me the immature one. Fort Max in the IDW comics continuity. I loved his portrayal in that. That was really, really good. Uh, Springer was always an interesting character that I liked to see, but didn't always like his interactions. He was kind of a dick in the cartoon. (laughs) Yeah, he's a... He's a little home-wrecking mofo, is who he is. Like, how dare you... (laughs) You know, cockblock the future leader of the Autobots. <laughs> uh, I knew I'd get you with that one. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> oh boy. Are there any Transformers characters you hate? Hmm. I've actually never been the biggest fan of Rekgar. <laughs> and it's a, a little bit of a weird take. It's not that I hate his like character design or anything like that. I I think that I, I tend to latch onto language a little bit and like how people talk and like the perspectives you get with, uh, with people and how they talk and mm-hmm. trying to listen to Rekgar is just, it, it's a, it's a, it's a literal pain to listen to. It's like, what the, it's like, I'm, I have to translate what he's saying in my head and it's like, all right, this, this, this does not appealing. Just shut up. I don't want to hear you no more. <laughs> I'm a would you like to be a pepper too? News at 11, don't touch that dial. <laughs> no, touch the dial. Switch. Switch. <laughs> Switch off a wrecker, son of a bitch. <laughs> Out of, even though we probably go to this character more just because, again, sort of a kid character kind of thing. But between the two language bots that have issues with the Autobots between Rekgar and Wheelie, I'll take talking TV over rhyme time any day. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know what? I'll actually preface it with this. Wheelie, when done right, can mm-hmm. actually be like interesting to listen to because his vo- because when they did his voice, a lot of times they did it with a kind of musicality to it, which mm-hmm. is interesting to hear. But mm-hmm. with Rekkar, it feels like they intentionally clipped and cut like parts of his his dialogue as they were going through the editing process. So it almost yeah. It, so it, it almost feels like they did like this kind of like like uh, uh you know like audio like like they increased the the gain or decreased the gain to kind of mm-hmm. increase volume at times. Yeah. So it it feels very disjointed to my yeah. ears. And I hear the name Eric Idle and Rekgar, and I'm like, yeah, I can think of a million other movies that that guy has been in. And other than the fact of hearing the character name first, I would not imagine that Eric Idle is the voice, the original voice of Rekgar. Yeah. Also, like when I see him in like a Monty Python skit, I still cannot identify which one's Eric. <laughs> yeah, I There's a I, my go ahead. There's a bunch of them on there. I mean, like there's a bunch yep. of like names. I'll like when I see the credits, I'll recognize like half the names. It's like, "Oh, okay. Oh, all right. Cool. Yeah, that's 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 all good." I still can't p- pick out which one he is. Mhm. Yeah. I was too young at the time and I never got like I know certain like I know the French taunter. Like, I know that skit, but I've never, I don't know, I'm one of those people that if I've been exposed to it before, like, if I saw it as a kid, I would revisit it as an adult, but it's not some, and it's no disrespect, I I just, mm. Over your lifetime, as you got older, did your interest in the Transformers franchise grow stronger or get weaker? I think everyone who grew up with G1 did have that period kind of in, in the 90s where uh, interest just, just waned because very little was being created. Uh, and the same thing was true for me, too. So once uh, the G1 series ended, 
I because when I was growing up, I watched the cartoons. I wasn't really aware of the comics until much later in life. Same, yeah. So when the cartoon series ended and then switched over to the the G two like Space Cube version, you know, like, there was there just wasn't anything else out for me to to do. And of yeah. course, without that being in the zeitgeist for 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 the world, like it or for America at least, you know. Mm-hmm. I lost interest and I didn't pick it up again. Well, no, sorry. I did like pick up bits and pieces here of G2. So uh, I picked up like a, a full constructor concept in, uh, in G2. Uh, it was, it was the first like complete combiner that I ever did. And it was like, you know, it was like six figures, like four, five bucks a piece. And it was like $30, which of course was a fortune for me at the time. Um, but, but yeah, like I don't think I had anything else for for G two aside from the the repainted Constructicons, um, and it wasn't and until let's face it, there was no real G two cartoon. They just slapped on a interesting. This is our new animatic feature. Oh, and by the way, here's G one recycled. Yeah. So there was no re- like there were G two toys and there were G two comics and things like that, but we never got a Generation two cartoon. Absolutely. And it's unfortunate too, but I mean, I, I, you know, I'm sure Hasbro just looked at the, the sales and said, Hey, you know what? This is, it's just not worth pursuing as much anymore. Yeah. It's, uh, it's better if we just, you know, use the power of the cybernetic space cube, <laughs> computer enhanced story. Like, and you got to think that was what 92, 90, somewhere between 91 and 94, that they were re-airing those because it was it was definitely way before Beast Wars came along, and I remember as a kid, like I remember as a kid, like oh, He Man and both He Man and Shira had ended by eighty seven, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, that's done. Nineteen ninety comes along, He Man's back, and I'm like, okay, ten year old me looks at it, takes one look at that intro, and I'm like, New Adventures of He, this is not. Where is Castle Grace? Was Space Skeletor? Nope, not even going to (laughs) happen. So by the you know time ninety one to ninety four rolls around, oh, you know by ninety one I had my own Apple two GS at home, and we had all the modern Apple computers at the time in schools and stuff and everything else, and it's like computer enhanced stories. I saw this episode like six years ago. <laughs> so yeah, no, it's not. <laughs> it's funny. I was actually just talking with the uh, the rest of the Empire Rust cast about uh, He Man when we recorded last weekend, and I I was mentioning the new adventures of He Man, and no one had any idea what I was talking about. <laughs> because only a select like like we've already said. Armada, Energon, Cybertron, those are going to be someone who is, you know, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. That's going to be somebody's introduction in the early 2000s. And the same thing can be said about, I don't know why, but the new adventures, like, that only really requires people who were our age at that time of being 6, 7, 8, 9 in the 80s. Like, you know. Sure. I, God, that cartoon. <laughs> All right. Was there ever a moment in your life when you were just through with everything Transformers? You're like, nope, I'm done. I'm out. 
get rid of it all? Not really, at least not by by choice. Like I said, like the early '90s were just like a dearth of of content. So you know, like I was I was out of it then because no one was making shit. But I mean, it, again, it wasn't really a choice of an intentional choice of saying, "No, nope, I'm done with this with this kid stuff. I'm done with this nonsense, and that's that." I mean, I think the closest time I've ever come in, in my life, honestly, is and and this is patently like not true either is like is like now because i actually sold off a, a good chunk of my collection like i sold off a good chunk of uh like the unicron figures that i've had the unicron trilogy figures not the unicron right. figures yes. <laughs> yes yes i yeah i mean if you were sitting there selling you know Haslab unicrons um you'd be rich because yep. you know 600 bucks a pop yeah yep <laughs> I mean, that's going for like almost two grand nowadays too. So, you know, I kind of wish I picked oh up like two or three of these God. things just to resell. I mean, seriously. Oh my. Yeah, I know. But oh my, I can't even. So as of this recording, this episode is going out in a couple of weeks, but as you were here, as I am speaking the sound of my voice, you're not hearing the sound of my voice, but as of this recording later in, I believe it's July 21st. And hopefully this episode will be out by then or before then GameStop <coughs> has the shared exclusive of Funko pop jumbo Unicron <laughs> based on the Haslab Unicron I'll go to GameStop. I'll buy a Funko Pop, a Unicron. I don't need to spend no 600 bucks. <laughs> 40, 40 bucks for a 10-inch figure? Great. I don't need a figure that's 70 feet. I know it's not 70 feet tall, but... I think you're like, exaggerating just a little bit there. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the thing of it is, is look, don't get me wrong. I think it's absolutely amazing that we finally do have a plant like fully functional planet and robot unicron for the transformers that's absolutely amazing considering what was made almost 40 years ago and since then until the haslab thing came around but i'm sorry half the time the even the people i knew that were backing unicron I don't know where I'm going to put this. Yeah. How, yep. how am I going to display this? Where am I? I'm like, just put it in planet mode and put it in a corner, you know, the corner ceiling of your room. <laughs> well, it, it's funny you even mentioned that because I I picked up the uh, the fans toys uh, Cerebros, like masterpiece figure like that, mm -hmm. that came out. And, you know, I'm looking at this thing in head mode and like the Fort Max from that is supposed to be like almost four feet tall. And it's like, I were, that's like child size. Where am I going to store a child in here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not, no. That's not saying I'm not going to get it. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, but still it's like, hmm. I totally am just, yeah, I got to figure yeah. something to put it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You just got to, yep. Like. Find a corner, pop, pop the kid in the corner. <laughs> yeah, it, it's like those, and I don't know. I, I was never like, I have only ever seen. I think I maybe have been into one of these stores once in my entire Sharper Image. At Sharper Images, they used to have like life size standees of like Spider Man and Batman and things like that, and that's great. Okay, I can put that in a, in a corner. 
and it'll be fine and it'll be out of the way. But the whole point of HasLab Unicron and what you're saying with Cerebros and Fort Max and all, the whole point is you eventually do want to transform them between the two modes. I mean, we're not going to sit here as 40-something-year-olds and, you know, be like, you know, Rick Moranis in Spaceballs, like, uh, 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 <laughs> no. Speak for yourself there, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you did not see me playing with my dolls again. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but I, I got to figure out some place to actually put that in. Just kind of, I mean, one, assuming it ever even comes out in the first place. Let's be honest here. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, just finding some place to to put it, it's it's going to be a challenge. Yep. With the internet giving birth to the fans all having a voice about what they like or don't like about Transformers, do you find that your voice gets lost in the shuffle, or do you just shout louder? Nope. i'm not the kind of person to really like like jump into to like online arguments either it's like you know like like once it starts getting like hey no this you know this person said this and this is it's like i i've done with this i have enough drama in my life i don't need to add fandom Mm -hmm. drama to that (laughs) but consequently you know like no one really hears my voice as as much. So, yeah, because you know, you're always behind the mic <laughs> most of the time. True. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it's fan, fans in in any fandom, but I especially in Transformers. And I, I think the, the the big fandoms, like for example, like Star Wars. I, I don't want to lump Transformers into into the same category as Star Wars because it's <laughs> clearly not in the same category. You know, but like once you start getting into medium to large size large size fandoms, there's just there's so many differing opinions that you can't possibly please everyone for it. And yeah, and and people are gonna people are gonna have opinions and people are gonna be angry slash happy slash indignant with everyone else around them. So, mm-hmm. and, and the thing of it is, is like, I eventually, and I, and I say this all the time and sadly it never gets done, but I eventually on our main geek cast radio feed, which is our overall general network show, I want to do an episode about like, how can you, enter a fandom with it being like, that's the thing. Like, Oh, I've never really mentioned anything about why I like insert fandom name here, but I would love to start talking to those people. And you go, let's say on whatever forum it is, insert forum name here. And they always have this introduce yourself thread. Hi, my name is Mike. Hi, Mike. How are you? (laughs) I'm okay. You know, I I like this about this fandom. That's just what I like. This is who I am, you know. And then, like, seven hours later after you've posted that and gone to bed, somebody's come in come in there and given you, like, a, a, a syllabus of reasons of why you're wrong for liking. Which, and I'm like, nobody is wrong for liking or disliking what they like or dislike. Oh, God, this is just fandom. I actually wonder if it's a very intentional thing for like, for some people to 
had not tried to like like so I think whenever like, you're part of of a group like a community that community mm-hmm. becomes part of your identity and becomes part of of who you are for for better or worse and when right. you see someone come in after the fact and expect to kind of get the same the same benefit or the same kind of like feeling that you get from the fandom I think for for some people and honestly for a lot of people it's it's threatening to them to some degree it's not it's very and and I, I we have this conversation every episode of the origins because with this question and I give the same spiel every time and that's fine but fandoms today it's like it's 20 years ago and we're all still in high school like everybody has a click everybody has a whatever everybody like if you have a just a a transformers board with every single generation as a thread so G1 G2 Beast Wars Beast Machines the Japanese shows and toys and stuff Unicron trilogy with their three things animated movie whatever you go into which ones you like or which ones you want to participate in and that's fine but you know, some people who participate in all of it may go into those and be and this doesn't happen too often. Most of the forums I've been on, everybody has been civil, but a 10, 15 years ago, nobody was really super civil because yeah. we weren't. <laughs> yeah. 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 It's, it just, yeah. So, all right, switching gears a bit. What is your Transformers personal anthem song? Examples are, but you don't have to pick one of these. Stan Bush, The Touch, Dare, etc. <sighs> I I think the the Touch is so just so iconic to the Transformers as a fandom, especially for people our age that you can't not pick it. But I will say that it's not my favorite kind of like Transformers song of, of all time. Mm-hmm. Uh, to actually go that road, I would have to actually pick some of the the uh, Japanese openings and closing themes. I actually really enjoy them for what they are, uh, mm-hmm. which is kind of strange because like a lot of the, the U.S. openers and the, the, mm-hmm. the U.S. like theme songs, they're not really like they're OK, but they're not really like my thing. Yeah, um, partly because they were designed as you know as like thirty second like openers, whereas a lot of the the openers for like Jap- for the Japanese series actually turns out to be like full on songs in their own right. And uh, the the victory uh, opening theme, I think, is probably one of the better ones out of that. So that's along with uh, like the soundtrack of the eighty six movie really does like tend to be my like my go-to it tends to be the thing that i kind of like the most out of uh out of transformers music very cool not counting you know like fan remixes and stuff like that like i've been on uh like like the uh ah, shit what's the website the like uh, o- overclocker uh, i'm blanking there's there's uh yeah i'm forgetting about the actual name of it i think it's like, a, like overclockers or overmix or something like that and they it's it's a forum where they do a lot of covers of uh gaming music but mm. they also will you'll you'll find like transformers remixes as well and yeah there's a bunch of stuff on there that's really good 
Very cool, very cool. How often do you go back and rewatch any of the Transformers cartoons? The last one I did a rewatch of was uh, the Japanese series, and that was probably three or four years ago. Uh, I find it difficult to watch G1 again, just because they... You know, I love the series, but let's be honest. Objectively, they just weren't good <laughs> episodes at the time. <laughs> I mean, they were, but I think now with us, you know, seeing the franchise 40 years in the rear view, the way I always say it is I won't ever watch all 98 again straight through. Sure. But I will pick certain ones here and there. And I may watch them again straight through at some point in the future, but I recently did that last year. But, like, it's more of, oh, I have a, like, I want to remember what happened to to uh, Slingshot in War Dawn or, uh, you know, how arrogant Rob Paulson was, at, <laughs> <laughs> you know, kind of thing. Or, you know, oh, I want to, you know, I need to, I need to hear... May the man rest in peace. I need to hear Dick Gaudier tell me, you know, you know, why'd I have to be the chosen one kind of thing? You know, it's just one of those things where it's like an episode here or there, you know, is, is more than fine and you get the gist of it. I think if you watch at least one episode per season, you get the gist of all four seasons. Sure. And I think part of my, my deal with the two is – I when I go back and watch like older cartoons and, and older animation, I'm actually like right now I'm doing that with the uh, the Japanese Voltron, uh, mm-hmm. the Beast King Go Lion series, mm-hmm. and I I'm doing it because I thought or I I know for a fact that for the U.S. release of Voltron, they tore the thing up, edited, uh, you know, cut huge chunks of it out for content and for objectionable material and everything. So I, I know they, they destroy, they just destroyed the dub of it. Yeah. So I wanted to actually watch the original source material thinking, you know what, this is actually going to be like, like the storyline will make sense. There'll be a lot, uh, you know, a lot less serialized, a lot less episodic. There'll be like continuity between everything. No, no, there wasn't. <laughs> it, it's it's not any better than the u.s voltron it just has some like you actually see people die on screen like yeah okay and and, the, and that's the thing obviously when that was made and when it was was imported over here <laughs> standards boards practices and all that and and everything else and yeah you know, Edit. I thought it was kind of cool that Sven didn't die, that he just kind of went off on his own little adventure or whatever it was that happened. And yeah, the funny thing is I only like with lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I remember the pilot. But after that, all as I ever remember is Alora being there. I don't ever remember Sven being there kind of thing. Like, I didn't even remember a lot of the times when he would come back, uh, you know. Because nothing like, – after the pilot, nothing happened. It was yep. just the same episode. Like, And this is why I started like, rewatching – I started watching the, the Japanese series was because I was hoping that there'd be more continuity, more content to it. More mm-hmm. variety, and it's not. I mean, it does the same exact thing that the U.S. release does, just again slightly grittier. Yeah, and that's yeah. one of the reasons why I have such trouble kind of going back and and watching '80s animation. I can do it with Transformers because I'm familiar enough with it. I I know the the content, I know the stories. It's like all right, you know, I'm watching it for nostalgia. But if I try to do that for something that I didn't watch when I was a kid. Ooh, no, there's no. <laughs> See, and, and that's the thing. And I, I've said this in many other episodes that I've recorded in the last, I want to say, year and a half or so. To me, the 80s was a plethora of content that we eventually came across and watched. So we may not have watched it when it released, but, you know, you start at, I think, G.I. Joe started in 82 or something like that. Anyway, like... If you if you just start at eighty three, you got He Man, eighty four, you got Voltron and Transformers, eighty five, you got Shira, Thundercats, eighty six, you have uh, so this is just television stuff, you know. Get Silverhawks, eighty seven, you got Turtles, eighty eight, mm-hmm. you have this, that, and yeah, you know, you have a good almost five to eight years of content that if the show ends, you can gradually as a child move on to the next thing and obviously the 80s is all about fads and 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 everything else and what's the next new thing and oh my god these 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 mutant turtles with this guy that looks like a can opener and their master is a is a rat how how's how's that work um that was folks it's yeah that was the (laughs) second of two scheduled can opener jokes tonight (laughs) (laughs) he man wait what was the first (laughs) (laughs) the first one was before we started recording oh that's right yeah yeah that's true i didn't say both were going to be on uh on stream right (laughs) That's that's true. Yeah, <laughs> He Man was the was the first actually. He Man was the uh, like the first of the like the eighty series. Jajo was yeah. after that. And that's well because I always remember the toy for Jajo started in in eighty two, and then yeah, later is when. The only reason I remember that was because I actually taught a history of animation class for for quite a while. Oh, cool! Yeah. Very awesome. Had to spend an entire class on the the history of 80s animation. (laughs) Oh, boy. Here's hoping everybody passed that one. (laughs) All these these kids were born after, like, 1990. (laughs) Uh, 
That's the thing, and I, I've been. I, I want, I'm going to say this on a future podcast at some point for another show, but these reboots and remake, just in general, reboots and remakes, like. Come on, just show them the original material as it was intended. Like, one I can just think of off the top of my head is somebody, one of my friends was like, oh, I'd love to see a modern day version of it's a mad, 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 mad world. And I'm like, why? (laughs) There are no comedic actors as good as, (laughs) you know, Spencer Tracy and Jimmy Durante and Milton Berle. Like, there are great comedic actors today, and this is a whole non-Transformers discussion, but it's just one of those things where, like, I just saw... (sighs) Who's the boss sequel? Like, seriously? Wait. At least they at Wait, least what? they got yeah, oh you you didn't see this? Oh no. God, I'll have to send this to you. Yeah. <laughs> so um So wait, is it a reboot or a sequel? No, it's and this is so not Transformers, so I will have to cut all of this out. But <laughs> let me see here. Fifty one fifty four, edit out for unintended who's the boss content. Uh this is from Hollywood Reporter. This is June twenty eighth. Who's the Boss sequel lands at Amazon's Freebie. First of all, why does Amazon have to have Freebie? They have – anyway. Uh, the update of the 84 to 92 sitcom will feature original stars Alyssa Milano and Tony Danza. Uh, sequel to the 1980 sitcom Who's the Boss is headed to Amazon's Freebie, the project in development for almost two years. Has original series stars Milano and Danza attached to reprise their roles. One Day at a Time alums Mike Royce and Brigitte Moyes Libowitz have also come on board as writers, blah, blah, blah. The new take will focus on Milano's Samantha, a single mother who lives in the same house where she grew up on the original series. Her retired dad, Tony, lives with her. There's no word yet on whether Judith Light and Danny, whatever his name, will reprise their roles as Catherine, who also starred the original, died in tw- oh, so, sad that she passed away. So, who was asking for this? I did. That's what I want to know. <laughs> like, <laughs> I <sighs> okay. See, I I'm not going to come down as 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 harsh on remakes as as you are. I mean, some of them work, and I'm okay with them, but, like, the whole thing with – and trust me, I live on nostalgia. Don't get me wrong. I absolutely (laughs) do. But the thing of it is, is for the current generation that is not me, for the the kids and the young adults and the teenagers and the – you know, they need things that are not just rehashes of, you know – I'll agree with that. They need they certainly need their own original content and while I'm not opposed to like a remake or a reboot or something like that, it's it has gone ridiculous and out of hand in the last like 20 years. Yeah, it has. That being said, you know, like I don't mind Transformers reinventing itself like every couple of years for for a new series. Like, oh, okay, sure, it's a continuing fandom, a continuing thing. But yeah, yeah like who's who's the boss? No one's fucking asking for that. No one. <laughs> <laughs> when was the I last mean, time you had a conversation with someone and they said, "You know what I need? A who's the boss remake." 
Like, some of them have been, I'll say passable, because I don't want to say good. <laughs> and it's okay, and it's as long as they get the original stars back, I'm more than on board to at least check out a first episode. But if it's like, oh, guess what? We're going to take 90210 and put, I insert whatever famous male and female... <laughs> I, I don't want to I'm trying to because I, I'm I'm too old folks I don't know these things I don't know who's popular now besides the fact that you, old ass Johnny Depp and any, anyway I don't want to go down that road you don't know uh, who the hip the hip actors are nowadays yeah no <laughs> damn kids with their hipping and their hopping pull up your pants you damn morons and get off my lawn <laughs> But like, yeah, some of the remakes and reboots have been okay, but like, yeah, who's really, yeah, I, and that's like the weirdest thing. Like, I've thought about rewatching Who's the Boss. Ooh, it's good. It's, it's free on Tubi currently. So at least it is streaming. That's a statement I have never made in my entire life. (laughs) <laughs> what, what? What? I need to do a Who's the Boss if we rewatch. Well, like, I'm not going to watch all eight seasons in the specials, but, like, rewatch the pilot just to, like, you know, ha- like, back in my day when six disc DVD changers or CD changers were a thing. Oh, God. You yeah. know, kind of thing where you would put in, like, oh, I'm going to randomize these six DVDs, and you're going to get an episode of Perfect Strangers, you're going to get an episode of Who's the Boss, you're going to get an episode of Taxi, you're going to get an episode of Knight Rider, A-Team, and Airwolf. Like, that's fine, great, whatever. But, like, I'm like, yeah, generally, like, I until I saw that, like, literally until I saw that article, I'm like, I haven't thought of that in years. And <laughs> I, I see Milano on Twitter and everywhere, and and all that, and please tell me my app did not... No, it didn't lie to me. It just didn't show it to me. Okay. Well, there you go. I don't know. I just... Yeah, basically, remakes... Like, normally, I don't really... I try my best not to have a hard opinion on them, but I'm just getting so tired of them that it's hard and not, like... How are we supposed to, even us old people, how are we supposed to like new things and find new things when you keep, and I'm not counting Transformers, because Transformers is, like you already said, it constantly has different, they're not trying to redub Peter Cullen from the 80s to, you know, to reshow, like, Generation 3 through the cybernetic internet hole or whatever. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, well, you know what I mean? Yeah, like they're not yeah. trying, like they're not doing that. They're having new series. They're going the cheap route by using Netflix, which gives them no budget and, and, and all that. And don't get me wrong. Those actors are, are like, I love Marnosha's Megatron. That's one of the greatest Megatrons I've ever heard. Sassy Megatron. Yeah. <laughs> so. What's your what's your thought on like the like the, all the Star Trek series that have come out like oh, Discovery, I, Strange New World? I am. 
I, I am not the per- you need to be asking Steve Megatron that he is the Star <laughs> Trek guy of the two of us. I am a casual Trekkie at best. Okay. Uh, I grew up on new on um. Next I almost gen? said new, new. I almost said new generation. I'm like, what the fuck is new generation? <laughs> yes, I grew up on next gen, and I watched several episodes of DS9 here and there. My first Star Trek film in theaters was First Contact, so I was never one of the best ones. So good choice. Obviously, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm not the person you, you can more than definitely get an hour and a half out of Steve Megatron on, on his opinions of, of the Star Trek stuff and you'll be fully satisfied. Sadly, that's not me. <laughs> All right. Let's see here. Getting I, this at, uh, I recommend that you try out lower decks because oh, it is everybody says that because it's so light and so easy to get into. And then it's like 10 episodes, like there are 20 minutes a piece and yeah. you're done. Isn't that McFarlane though? Isn't that Mr. Family guy? No, that's the Orville. Oh, okay. Well, which, no, I don't which isn't, isn't a bad show. I'm, yeah. I'm optimistic about the next season, but I will agree that I don't like him as a captain. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> I can't even give you an opinion on that because I, I don't. If a new Kelvin Universe film comes out, great, fine. I'm all on board for that. But other than that, I I leave Star Trek to the professionals and that ain't me. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. One hour, 15 seconds, 16 seconds, edit point. Coming up next, we all love Transformers comics, when which in... God, that sucked. God damn it. <laughs> One hour, 30 seconds, edit. We all love Transformers comics. Which incarnation do you love and why? There's only one correct answer to this, and that is the... The More Than MCI Lost Light uh, era of IDW. It's the only correct answer. I will agree, but I will say that <laughs> Rid and Optimus Prime are also good in their own way. That's actually oh, sorry, I made a mistake. The the more than MCI and the uh, robots in disguise like era of it. That's okay. that's what I'm talking. Like those two series, the yeah phase two, yeah the uh, the fantasy like element, like the fantasy aspect of the of more than MCI that was great. Like all the character development we get going on there, and like all the political machinations in robots in disguise. Love that. Yeah, yeah, that's absolutely. It's the, it's the only correct answer. <laughs> and I will fight anyone who disagrees. Marvel who? <laughs> Marvel what? <laughs> How big is your Transformers toy collection? Oh, God. Do I ha- do I- why is it always about size? <laughs> <laughs> That's what Starscream said. <laughs> I will put it this way. I sold off in the last three months 140 figures. Okay. I still have over a thousand. Okay. <laughs> How do you keep track of all of that? It was a couple of years ago. I started keeping a spreadsheet of like the figures that I picked up. Uh, it, partly just so I didn't like pick up any duplicates or anything like that, but also just to keep track of how much I'm spending on it because I don't like I did. I don't want this to take up like three, four thousand dollars a year out of my life. Yeah, 
Yeah. I mean, like I, I buy a significant amount of figures, you know, that's, I, I get that. <laughs> but at the same time, I don't want to be like the kind of person who is like, all right, here's like 20% of my income going to Transformers. So, <laughs> so I keep a budget and I keep, you know, keep track of, of how much I spend on it. So that's why I know like the exact amounts. Hmm, very cool. It's just safe. How do you, Exactly. How do you feel about non-transforming transformers like Funko Pops? Uh, 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 yeah. <laughs> to be fair, I actually have a, a bunch of like non-transforming figures. I got a bunch of statues. I have a couple of like the mm-hmm. busts and the Unicron statue from ooh, what was it? Hard Hero? From like, is that the one with him and Hot Rod and RC, and it's the movie poster thing? No, 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 no. You're uh, oh, what are you thinking of? Um, I think you're you're thinking of one of the early McFarlane ones that they did. Maybe, yeah. The uh, the the hard hero ones were like very animation centric, very animation character model heavy. And they started off just doing busts of them. So like the bust of Prime, a Megatron, uh, I got a hot rod in there too. Uh, So I got a bunch of those. I got a unicorn statue from them. I got a couple of like action masters and stuff, but I'll put it this way. I don't mind them, but I I much prefer buying non-Transformers themed, non-Transforming robots. So, well, like... For example, the uh, um, Bandai, I think it was, put out a couple of like action figures of like Gundams, and I have like a bunch of Gundam models that I put together. But in the end, like I, the, the action figures they put together were really well detailed, nicely articulated, and I enjoyed that. I enjoyed them quite a bit. So that's the kind of stuff that I like buying non-transforming figures of. If I'm going to buy a Transformers character of any kind, I'd want to pick up an actual transforming version of it. So I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm opposed. It's like, you know, it, it's okay. It is what it is. Generally not for me, but it's, it's they're okay. They're okay. <laughs> Let me guess. You're a big Funko Pop head, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. I just want the character. I don't care if it transforms. I, I'm... I'm too old for play pattern. I just want the damn character. <laughs> that's that's fair. That's fair. A friend of mine picked up uh, the red sound wave or the RED yeah. sound wave from uh, Walmart a, a few months back. And I gotta say, it's a really cool looking figure, and it's it's really neat. Not something yeah. I would have picked up for myself, but still, how was it? I saw a picture online of uh, some person's like Funko collection, mm-hmm. all still in the box. They must have had six or seven hundred of these things all stacked one on top of each other against the wall and it actually created like this kind of like art pattern with the color Mm -hmm. of the boxes and i thought that was pretty amazing yeah that's when you get uh i know that because funko has changed the boxes over time but there are a specific set of funko star wars collectors where they're like we want blue boxes only and, you know, once you have the Star Wars Funko Pop blue boxes, you can make, I, like I said, for, I currently have, I, I don't even have to look at the Funko app because I just looked at it the other day. I have 188 figures and all of them are like, I, I'm not buying them because like, 
you're not going to see me buying Game of Thrones Funko Pops. I watched the first like eight minutes of that season one, episode one of that show. And I'm like, they're just walking. They're not doing anything. <laughs> Somebody say something. <laughs> Sorry. Is it, yeah, Game of Thrones is not my thing. That's but fair. anyway, like I'm not going to sit here and buy Funko Pops of care. Like for me, they're care. And I've said this in every other episode, but for me, they're characters. They're, they're action figures or inaction figures of characters that you're never going to get it. Like, where are you going to get a gr- a McDonald's grimace action figure that, you, you know what I mean? Like you can just have him stand there. Like, you know, where are you going to get, um, did they actually oh, make that Funko? Yeah. Uh, I'm actually looking right now at the five pack. It has mayor McCheese, officer Mac grimace, Ronald and Hamburglar. Uh, let's see here. Um, <laughs> like, like Batman Beyond. I love Batman Beyond. So the fact that they've released, I think, four total versions of Batman Beyond. One was the original Funko body. Another one was a metallic one that came with the Blu-ray edition of the Complete Series DVD set. And then the most recent one is just him crouching. So... You know, it's, you know, characters, and I'm sure, and I know, there are plenty of Batman Beyond action figures, like, you know, whatever, but... Okay, Lil Sweet, Justin Guarini from the Diet Dr. Pepper commercials, there are, I'm sure there are plenty of dolls of that character, but Funko to me is the only one that actually has an action figure of that you know, so it's it's that kind of thing. That's it, it, it's it's more about the character, less about the full on playability. I can respect that. Certainly, oh. it's yeah. I mean, it, it's it's not again. It's not something for me, but it's it's yeah. certainly something that I can I can respect. And I'm not going to like yuck anyone's yums for what they collect and what they enjoy. <laughs> yep. And my computer is starting to be stupid. Stop being stupid, computer. Hello, computer. <sighs> yes, hello, computer. Goodbye, computer. I'm looking at a, pictures of uh, people who made walls out of Funko Pops. <laughs> I, I mean, I could just make it just a general, like, but I wouldn't be able to actually do any design stuff with it. Oh, come on. Come on, computer. Don't do this. God damn it, I'm going to have to edit all of this out. If I lose you, don't go anywhere, because my computer is really... I don't know why. All I was trying to do was find something on, like, a search in my file manager. It wasn't, like, I wasn't trying to do it online or anything like that. Mm. (sighs) Come on. Yeah, I do not have my... My uh, icons at the bottom here. I only have. I mean, we're almost done. So, but still, like, come on, computer. Okay. Am I timing out? Am I going in and out? What's? Oh, good. The icons are back. Yay. I mean, I'm looking at the Zencaster page, and it's still, yeah. still going. Yep, it's still, still going. Yep. So that's that's good. All right, still picking you up. I did out the math for a uh, for this like wall of Funko I'm looking at, and you'd need 410 
to fill up the wall. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the sad thing is too, like you could actually take a look like at the dimensions of the box, measure out like your room and your space and figure out exactly mm-hmm. how many you're going to need to fill up that wall. Oh yeah, absolutely. So, all right. <clears throat> so I always preface this one by saying, Everyone is safe. Every human, you, every other human you may have visiting you, every pet, every, everything that has any kind of rights anymore are all safe, but the house is on fire. What is one Transformers toy you could never part with ever? What's the one toy you'd run in and save? Oh, man. It would probably be my G1 Fort Max. <laughs> if I had to just, if I could only pick one, then yeah. There's a cool. there's a nice big <laughs> funny story on this though. There's like a nice big space like underneath Fort Max. His his torso is like his legs are splayed really really wide for some reason because <laughs> of the design, and it's just a perfect like, easy way. Just kind of reach your hand, boom, grab, move up, you're done. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what is the most money you spent on a Transformers toy or a Transformers toy item? So a toy item could be. Uh, a sketch, a drawing, a commission, or whatever, or the most money you spent on a toy itself. So the the fans toy Cerebros was two hundred twenty, and when I think about, it, I I'm pretty certain that is the most I I ever spent. I'm thinking back to how much that Unicron, that Hard Hero Unicron statue was, and I imagine it was around a hundred fifty. But I I can't remember. I mean, this was like a good like twenty years ago too. So I, I it's just it wouldn't have been as much as it was. But right. I th- yeah, I mean, I'm kind of looking around and just seeing which one is is the pricier one, and and I think that's that's probably it. I did spend two fifty on uh, the Quantron box set, the uh, the the Make Toys, um, uh, uh, uh bleh, the uh, the. Technobots. Jesus, I'm trying to... I'm like, the CompuBots? No. The CompuTex? No. <laughs> no. Uh, so, the yeah, the Quantron box set was 250 but that's also five figures. So, yeah. you know, individually, it's only 50 bucks a figure. But, yeah, a single, less expensive individual figure is, is got to be that, that Cerebros figure. And the sad thing is, too, like, as, you know, the cost of this stuff goes up like, over time, it's just going to get you know, more, it's just going to get more and more expensive. So I'm kind of thinking like, Hey, maybe I should take a look at how much, how much things were like back in the day and then try to do like the math out for inflation and see if it's like, actually, if that percentage wise is the most expensive thing I've purchased. Hmm. Interesting. (laughs) So as far as I can tell the statue that I have been referring to, over these past months and such was the diamond selects Unicron where it's him on a base with Quintesson heads around it. The transformers logo is at the front of the base. Uh, and it's got Daniel and RC and hot rod and hot rod is holding the matrix and it's got Unicron's, um, tentacles stuck <laughs> in the, yeah. So yeah, they're- that's the one that I've wanted for the longest time because it was always a cool, Oh my God! This is the this is the fight for Cybertron. This is the mm, 
Me, Grimlock, kick butt, even though Grimlock isn't in this statue. But yeah, that's the one that I've always looked at and was like, I want that one of these days. Oh, God, the listing on eBay, $720. Oof, Ooh. man. Yeah, no. That's, uh, that's, no. That's, a, that's a spicy one. Yeah, that's a definite spicy meatball for Unicron. It doesn't even look that big either. I mean, how it it's not. That's the thing. <laughs> it's a tiny stat. It's not tiny, but it's not like Oh my god. It's God's. like a I'm desktop. See, I'm see yeah, yeah, I'm seeing it like with a stack of CDs next to it. The thing is like what, a foot tall? Yeah. Seven hundred dollars? Like- <laughs> That's the only eBay listing I saw when I I just did Transformers Unicron statue. I knew if I just did that, I, you know, I'd, I'd find it immediately. I don't know. It was just always one of those things I wanted, but not at that price. Take a look at the Hard Hero Unicron statue. I did. Yeah, that that's pretty good. Mm. Yeah, that one is 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 pretty good. So, do you have a My Parents Got Rid of My Toys story? Uh, honestly, no. Like, I actually, like, I honestly have a, a I Got Rid of My Toys story. <laughs> Obviously, because you're, you know, <laughs> well, yeah. But. Well, no, even, even before that, because. Like, really? Like, right around the time when Beast Wars started, I actually picked up a couple of Beast Wars toys. And I thought, hey, these are pretty cool, you know. Let me go ahead and – because I, I had, like, a bunch of stuff still from back when I was a kid. Like I, I had Transformers. I had G.I. Joes. I had some, like, Thundercats stuff. I had the Thunder Tank. And just a weird mix of random stuff that I had gotten over, like, the previous uh, uh, 15, 16 years. So at that point in my life, I was – I was, again, I was a teenager and I was like, all right, you know what? I'm not going to keep like all of this like kid stuff. And I remember at one year I just did like this big purge of all the things that were in my room that I didn't want anymore. And I, for some reason, I kept some Transformers, but I didn't keep others. I kept the ones that I thought looked cool at the time. So I had a, I had a wheelie. I got rid of that. I had a uh, a tailgate. I got rid of that. I had I had a top spin. I had twin twist. Oh, no, just a top spin. I got rid of that. There was just like a bunch of random figures, just like in the middle of all the stuff. I thought, hey, this doesn't look cool anymore. Let me go ahead and and get rid of it and donate this. Like I don't know why I did it, but I did. <laughs> Like some Thundercat stuff I got rid of, some old Masters of the Universe stuff I got rid of. And yeah, it was just, I, I have no explanation for like why I picked certain things and, and others I didn't. I kept the Wheeljack, I kept uh, an Ultra Mag, uh, my Ultra Magnus. Yeah, no explanation, just like I, my parents didn't do it for me, I did it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> very cool, very cool. All right, let's see here. We are entering the cartoon fantasy funland. Yay! If you could, yeah, some some sort of Transformers sound effect. If you could voice any Transformers character, who would it be and why? Hmm. Ironically enough, not Fort Max. <laughs> I think I'd uh, pick a. Okay, I'm going to give two answers. I'll pick Perceptor because I think personality-wise, it probably matches me more than anything. Okay. And 
I'll also pick Starscream because I have to voice him for the Empire of Rust cast far more often than I would like. And I've been told I do a decent Starscream. Well, <laughs> talk to me, Starscream. <laughs> <clears throat> we'll get to you in due time. Don't worry. Hmm. Like I said, decent. Sounds kind of... I think it's I, I think it's more the inflection than anything else. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was half thinking it was like I don't know, some sort of I don't know what I was thinking, but yeah, that's 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 pretty good. I can't match uh, like match Chris Lada's voice. There's no way. <laughs> well, I mean, nobody can. I mean <laughs> I am still so years and years ago I we interviewed uh Abby Cluster, Abby Collins Cluster, who was his daughter. And at one point I asked her, I said, you know, hey, can you give us what the female version of, and she's like, oh, I can't do it today, but I can, I never got, I never got that from her. I so wanted to hear what the daughter of the man would sound like as, as Starscream. One of these days I'll, I'll catch up with her and say, Hey, you remember that time I asked you about this thing? (laughs) You'll get her back. Don't worry. Yep. Who is your favorite Transformers? I say actor, but we all know they're voice actors. But essentially, who is your favorite Transformers voice person? Uh, you know, that, that's kind of like the weird thing. Like, I don't like, pay attention to them as much as I, I feel like I should. I'm going to have to go with uh, with David Kay again, just because it, it's such an iconic performance. That, that yeah. Yeah. David Kay. Very cool. Very cool, very cool. What is... Now, this can't be anything that has been announced or coming out, and I don't know what's been announced or coming out, but I don't think there's anything major that's going to be coming out in this line. But what is your dream masterpiece figure that they've never done? All right. Can, can, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to violate the rules a little bit here. <laughs> I'm going to say Fort Max because... He's not been officially announced. <laughs> He's been rumored, has he? Well, no. I mean, like Takara has never bothered to to do any, try to yeah. do anything with him. So, and well, and that's the thing. Like, yeah, that's the whole point of the question. Is I mean, technically, if he's never been done or never been mm-hmm. whatever, that would be your dream figure because. And I'm not going to count fans' toys until I actually see the thing like see, yeah. coming together yeah. here. Like, I saw yeah. some renders here. It's like you know what? I can friggin' do that. You know, let's 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 slowly roll here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> All righty then. <laughs> I I say that because I'm a 3D artist as my day job, so you know I I actually there do have go. to do the kind of stuff. So <laughs> there you go. Where do you stand on the Rumble is blue, frenzy is red, or Rumble is red, frenzy is blue debate? I didn't realize it was a debate until I actually started getting into the fandom. I didn't realize there was a difference until I until I saw the comic. <laughs> it's like, well, all right. Uh, so yeah, so for me, it was the I grew up with the cartoon, so Rumble is always going to be blue, and Frenzy's Pur- yeah. or purplish, yeah. yeah. And Frenzy's always red, just because, like I said, for like a decade, I had for for no for like fifteen, sixteen years, like I had no idea. 
It's like this is yeah. this is a debate. <laughs> it's like what are you talking yeah. about? Didn't yeah, you see the cartoon? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cartoon logic rules all. Purple and black. <laughs> so yeah. Uh, obviously, you're doing things with Empire of Rust, but if you could create any Transformers toy, cartoon, comic, etc., what would it be, and what story would you want to tell with it? I would want to do something that does not involve any of the existing characters from the fandom. Like, I don't want to put a Prime or Megatron in there just because it's been done to to death. But like, every series has a Prime and a Megatron, and it's like, you know what? We don't we don't need to do this. There's so many char- There's so many opportunities for new characters and new stories in the universe that I would like to see something that is that is brand new, that is focusing on brand new characters uh, and and maybe kind of gets into maybe gets into like some uh, uh, alright, so you remember from the, the phase one of IDW, the whole like infiltration like protocol thing they did where yep. you know, like, where Decepticons infiltrated the planet I would actually like to see a story like that, not on Earth on a different planet uh, and with completely new characters, and they just kind of show like what what happens in other parts of of the war. Because I find I found that I really enjoy like war stories like that, but not where like the main the main players are. Because let's, yeah. let's be honest, like Prime and Megatron have traditionally been the leaders of their factions, the leaders of the these war efforts, and for a typical person or for typical like like soldier in the war they wouldn't meet prime they wouldn't meet megatron like they would hear about them maybe they met him once or twice but that would be like the highlight of their lives you know yeah <laughs> and that's what i like to see i'd like to see something that is kind of this this war story kind of this infiltration story where they can be robots in disguise again where the disguise actually becomes part important because mm-hmm. they need to stay uh, under the radar and uh, have just have a, a new story, have new content. Cause that's, that's kind of where I want to see like where I want it to go. Yeah, absolutely. And all this is flashing in my head is okay. Punch counter punch. Perfect person to use for this. Obviously he has to go to both sides and obviously he would most likely interact with the leaders at some point, but then my brain goes to, an old Three Stooges short where <laughs> two of them end up on the Union side, one of them ends up on the Confederate side, and vice versa. And at one point, one of them hits the other one and says to the third one, okay, you jellyfish, get him up and revive him. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God. Jeez. Oh, <sighs> There's Okay, so we've had a lot of crossovers. We're about <laughs> to have, and I cannot... We're a couple episodes past this, but again, as the sound of my voice is being recorded, I just finished editing our latest news catch-up episode where we talked about the least excitable Transformers crossover I've... I ha- I'm like, I, why? Three... Three, Tra- <laughs> the Three Stooges crossover? No, that would no Transformers Three Stooges. That could work, <laughs> but the one that was more recently announced a couple of months ago. At this point, by the time people hear this, Transformers Street Fighter. What the 
frag is that? Like, uh, whatever. That's not even new either. I mean, it's they, they <laughs> did that before with uh, when uh, shit. What is it? It's 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 the old Titans Return molds, isn't it? Yeah. I don't know why yeah, they're bringing this this this. Uh, uh, I don't know. I don't know. All right. Last question before we exit the cartoon fantasy land. If you could, and this is based off of the IDW Colony Worlds. So if you could live on any Transformers world, quote unquote, that you wanted, and obviously it should go without saying, yes, you can breathe on the planet as a human. Which world would you want to live in? See, I was going to ask, can I actually be a Transformer from living there? <laughs> okay, Fortnite. <laughs> uh, that's actually a good question. I think, I think it would come down to either Caminus or Division. Caminus, because I think they'd be a lot more welcoming of people than mm-hmm. many other places. But also, yeah. I think Division because they would kind of be close to my size. <laughs> I feel a little bit more interactable with them. <laughs> Remind me about Division because I don't. That was the planet of MicroMaster Combiners. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. I got it now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, anyone that says Velocitron to me, I'm like, I was built for comfort. I was not built for speed. <laughs> that's that's kind of what I'm thinking about. There's no way I'd be able to keep up with any of them. That's what I say. Like, mm-hmm. if you let me be a Transformer, that might be yeah. kind of neat. Yeah, yeah. What is the one piece of Transformer? Uh, fuck, I keep fucking this. I've been doing this since 2016. You'd think I'd know how to say the, 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 the talk. <laughs> What is one piece of advice that you would give the Transformers fandom and Transformers collectors in general? Uh, the fandom? Just calm the fuck down. It's going to be okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no matter what they release, it's not going to be the end of the world. And if there's something that you don't like, just give it some time. It'll get reimagined and you'll be fine. Collectors? I guess... Probably the piece of advice that that I wish I got when I started collecting, and that would be focus your collecting on the things that you enjoy. Mm-hmm. Because I found that when I started collecting, I bought everything. <laughs> yep. And it's like, all right, you know, cool. And luckily, I started collecting at a time when that was financially possible. <laughs> right. Yeah. Nowadays, that that's no way in hell that's possible. But like over time, like I've noticed that, like there's so many more, there, there's so many more figures and so many more series that have come out. Like I can't, even if I wanted to, I can't possibly collect every. Yeah, we can't catch them all. This isn't no. Pokemon. Yeah, exactly. So, I guess the the piece of advice then is to again focus your collection on what you want and what you like, and you know stick with that. Don't try to get everything. Get the stuff you think looks cool. Get the stuff that you think will have high resale value later on. Get the stuff for the characters you like. Whatever your goal is, just be sure that you have a goal to to your collection. Because otherwise, it's just going to become this amorphous mass of figures that you're then going to have deal, to deal with later on. Yep, Absolutely. I mean, I picked up like everything from the original R.I.D. series, and it's like I 
I haven't touched these figures in months, if not years. Mm-hmm. It's it's one of the reasons I sold like most uh, sold the the Unicron trilogy collection I have. It's because like I noticed like okay, I'm not touching these. Let's and and you know the people who are who grew up with that are getting into their disposable income now. So it's like all right, let's let's go ahead and sell that now and have them have a collection that they like, you know, from, from stuff they grew up with. Yep. Absolutely. Yeah. Usually that's, that's, you know, most of the, I mean, especially with the, you know, what's the one piece of advice for the fandom, the calm the fuck down is always the answer because (laughs) seriously, yeah, people calm the fuck down. These are, these are toys. They're pieces of plastic. It's, it's cartoons. If if Transformers went away tomorrow, your life is not going to end. It's okay. <laughs> and, you know, try, the only time well, it was still there, but there was, like we've already said in the past hour or so, there was nothing new. Like from 88 to 96, like there really wasn't... Uh, uh, there were the G2 toys, but there was no animate. There was no new animation that yeah. wasn't, you know, just recycled in a cybernetic space cube. <laughs> All right. Before I little, get any more. A little salty on that one. <laughs> oh, of course. Like, really? Serious? You're going to show me this, at least for the time. Okay. New animatic of Optimus Prime kicking Ramjet's ass or whoever that green jet was. Skyquake or whatever the hell it was, and then you're gonna just oh here's more than meets the eye part one. I'm like I saw this when I was five. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna take a quick break. You're gonna hear some ads and some other stuff, and we will come back to close the show out after this. Like science fiction? Of course you do, or you wouldn't be listening to the Geekcast Radio Network. Well, the Mark Who Fortitude Universe podcast is an award-winning sci-fi radio show that's been around for over 10 years. We cover everything from Doctor Who to the MCU to pop culture and everything in between. A new show drops on Tuesday mornings on the GCRN website and all of the major podcast platforms. So listen to the Mark Who Fortitude Universe podcast from the universe and beyond. You are receiving a transmission from the Rod Pod. Upload pending. Stand by for soundtrack transfer. I am Maggie. And I am John. And we are trapped, hurtling through space in a ship shaped like Rodimus's head. The ship, for reasons we haven't been able to determine, contains the entire run of the IDW Transformers Phase 2 comic. Which chronicle the events following the end of the war between the Autobots and Decepticons. So we figure we may as well read them all in order and report our findings to you. Stand by. Stand by. Upload complete now. Rod Pod. Look for us at marriedwcomics.libsyn.com 
at iTunes, at Stitcher, or wherever good podcasts can be found. So, uh, tell all our one. Tell all our one. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What was that universal greeting again? Never mind. I remember. Ba weep grana, weep ninny bong. Hey guys, it's Rodimus Primal, and be sure to check out my YouTube channel. Join me as I have Transformers discussions, retrospectives, toy reviews, and more. You can also follow me on Twitter at Rodimus Primal, as well as Facebook and Instagram at Rodimus Primal Show. Transform and roll out, and be sure to check out my content till all are one. Last big party of the summer, folks. Let's go out with a bang. Discover a world of vintage and modern toys that's more than meets the eye with the Triple Takeover Toycast. Hosted by toy writers and photographers Toybox Soapbox, 6O, and TF Square One, this informal and chilled out series of discussions cover everything from vintage Transformers to Mask, Diaclone, Microman, and more, be it nostalgic or current. Whether you're a seasoned collector or a casual robot enthusiast, all are welcome. Triple Takeover Toycast. Hello all sentient beings! Want the latest on everything going on in the Transformers multiverse? Check out the Transmissions Podcast Network. We've got weekly podcasts covering everything from Alpha Trion to Omega Supreme. From old school G1 all the way up to Cyberverse and beyond. And you don't want to miss Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers live play role-playing game podcast. If you love Transformers, there's something for everyone at TransmissionsPodcast.com. All right, folks, I think we've all been uh, on a little bit too high of an NGX Energon fuel run here on all things Transformers. Before we get the heck out of here, Snazzy Mike, promote yourself and the stuff you do. I love to do that. So I run Empire of Rust, the world's first and only Transformers RPG podcast. Although I'm not going to be able to say that for a a much longer because once... Renegade Games puts out their uh, RPG, I'm sure that a bunch of people will be starting their own actual plays for it. So, But for now, we are still the one and only RPG podcast you need to listen to. So uh, on the Transmissions Network, go ahead or just do a Google search, Empire Rust. Uh, any podcast app that you use, you'll find it. Uh, it is the... Uh, Probably one of the more interesting, like actual play podcasts that you will uh, that you'll hear, and we've been doing this for about three years now. I think two, three years now, something like that. So, yeah. Uh, also, you can hear my non dulcet tones as a guest host on Transmissions, uh, and I will also do things like editing and stuff like that, and specials for uh, for Transmissions. So. Transmissions Podcast Network, search for it. You'll find Empire of Rust and all of the other cool stuff that I do. 
Very awesome. Very awesome. Renegade. What? What, what the hell? Yeah, Renegade Games is doing is oh. putting a uh, an RPG source book out for uh, uh, in September of this year. September. Oh. Yeah, September October, I think. Hmm. Yeah, as soon as you said that, I'm like, Lorenzo Lamas? Really? <laughs> Why would there be? Anyway. <laughs> oh, boy. Thank you for joining us here on All Things Transformers. If you'd like to get in contact with us or leave feedback for the show, there are several ways to do so. Visit the website, geekcastradio.com, where you can listen to and comment on all of our content. Send us any email to feedback at geekcastradio.com. Here are all the ways you can listen to us nowadays. Apple and Google Podcasts, leave us reviews, please. iTunes is still a thing, folks. Spotify and any other podcatching client you choose to use. Follow us on Twitter at Geekcast Radio for the network at all things TFV3. I am at TFG and Mike. Are you on Twitter? I oh, am oh, on yeah. Twitter. Uh, it's at Minervian, M-I-N-E-R-V-I-O-N. Uh, same thing on Instagram as well, where I occasionally post toy photos. Awesome, awesome. I will have those links in the show notes. Become a fan on Facebook. Go to facebook.com slash geekcastradionetwork. You can also check out all things Transformers V3 over there as well. For now, I am TFG and Mike with... Snazzy Mike. We hope you'll transform and transcend here with us next time on All Things Transformers. <laughs> yeah. I wish to speak to my lawyer.